today. So uh, today is going to be a little bit different. I'm experimenting with different styles of broadcast um, and also trying to, ever since I quit social media, typically like when God would speak to me or put something on my heart, you just jump on Facebook Live or do a post. Well, I don't have that anymore because, well, I removed it. <laughs> and it's actually been the best thing in the world for me. Um, Although I do miss my social media friends, uh, what I've also learned is that I actually have friends outside of social media, and that's been kind of a nice thing. Uh, it's been nice to talk to everyone who's reached out and to hear people are still watching the broadcast and things like that, and which is different too because there's no chat or anything like that yet. And, by, and every time we try to install a chat feature into uh, our network, it... It just doesn't go, um, it's not what I'm looking for. Sometimes I believe that my desire for perfection, <laughs> it's kind of, it's, it's interesting. So I'm obsessed with perfection and at the same time, I won't stop progress. So there's times that I put out content, for instance, like a couple, the last few broadcasts that I've done the audio issues issues are horrible and I don't know why just randomly all of a sudden uh, my mic is bad and I'm using my phone for this um, because there's no issues and that and I just don't feel like setting everything up I'm getting ready to do this by the way this is the devotional book I usually read from um, it's usually like the day every day that this is like say well august 14th like on august 14th like it just made perfect sense for that um so what i'm doing here and you'll probably see because there's going to be another segment after this where i'll look different well that's what you can do with editing <laughs> not just doing live broadcast <laughs> but it will be the same day and um so i i want to it's every since i've did these last few broadcasts where I'm talking about like what I'm really, you know, struggling with and, 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 and in constant communication with the Lord with, it's not fear. It's not worry. Uh, it's not insecurity. It's nothing. It's just trying to find out what's really true with me when, well, it changes so much. And, and that can change with switches. And again, and as I've said before, I can go months and just feel like, oh my gosh, I'm completely healed and, and uh, this DID has gone away and I can even be so bold to boast. I mean, there's been multiple broadcasts over the years where I've said, I'm delivered. Um, you know, when I was diagnosed with BPD, but it was actually DID and there's a, there is a difference, even though they're similar, but they're not. Um, but, and, and who knows what is a real honest diagnosis in the field of psychiatry. All I know is that I have multiples and they're all different 
and um, they're they don't <laughs> they don't necessarily like to coexist that well. And mind you, while I've healed, you know that's changed a little bit. But I have some characters that are nuisances that affect my life, and um, and we work through them. And I'm again, I I. I'm so blessed and I don't know, and DID is such a small thing. Like if you even put it in a search engine, you're not going to find a whole lot about it. Um, you'll hear a lot of opinions and some scholarly articles, but it's not like depression or it's not even on the level of schizophrenia, which is also weird. Uh, no, weird. It's different, but it's, it's just not talked about. And, and the fact is most people that have DID don't even know they have DID. There's people walking around all day long and you crossing your path that have it and you don't have a clue. And that's a fact. Um, and so I feel a responsibility to talk about this because, well, it's something I'm working through. And look, I've learned to thrive with this. I've learned to thrive with it. But I have really down points too. I have epic failures. I have moments where I don't know what's real. Meaning what someone's saying to me, uh, what, uh, what I'm experiencing. It's, it's so foreign sometimes. Or are my thoughts my real thoughts? Is this action I'm about to take really like me? Is this what I really want to do? And I've learned throughout the years of like working to retrain triggers and, um, and, and going on this healing journey, I've learned that so much of it I could do on my own. And then I needed other people in my life to help me do more healing. And by the grace of God, and well, this is not the word of God, but it's a devotional with words from God <laughs> and inspirations from God. Um, but even in my other Bible reading, um, like I have gained so many tools in how to live a somewhat normal life. Yet at the same time, I do live in a bubble with some respect, meaning as I live in bubble wrapping. So I go out in public, I go out and integrate myself in society. It's nothing like that. Um, it's nothing that weird. But I'm also very, very hyper aware of what's around me. And I've had to walk off sets before, like when I acting when I was in LA, uh, because I felt, you know, like it, it coming on. Sometimes I have warnings for switches, other times I don't. But the, the tools that I've gotten from the Word of God and my relationship with the Lord and my relationship with the Holy Spirit has really, really helped me. And I haven't perfected this at all. But somehow, some way, I've gotten to a place where I have healthy relationships in my life. I have good business relationships with people I can trust, but I had to find like-minded people. Um, and that wasn't as easy as I hoped. Like, true kingdom people are not as common as you think. Um, true kingdom people that really know how to operate in the kingdom mindset, because kingdom mindset helps you really operate outside of the normal financial system. That's one thing in it, that it definitely does. So God's healed me, but I feel like I have a responsibility because I've gotten to this place where, yeah, okay, I'm healing. I'm better. I'm stronger than I was. I'm not the same man I was. I'm not the man that is depicted in the devil inside me, which is a true story. I'm not the man that alienated my kids or not is alienate the right word a basically abandoned gave up my twins for adoption because i was too far gone mentally to even try to be a dad and and i'm the day that i went to the court in shawnee oklahoma and signed those papers i was sitting there looking at my ex-father-in-law and um I'm not going to say what he said, or I'm not going to talk about any of that, but um, I accept to say that I remember thinking I'm going to get this together, 
And um, I'm going to live my life in such a way that my kids will have no way, no choice, but to see me. And, and, and what I mean by that is that I was going to live and I was going to tell my story and um, so that they knew that it wasn't them why I wasn't there. They had nothing to do with it. It was me and my problems and the demons that I had to get rid of. And um, I was in a bad place. And so, like, I've worked every day since I gave my life to the Lord. I mean, I remember that. And mind you, I went on a bad downward spiral after that. Like, I got worse. Like, I was already not suited enough to be in their life. Um, but I got worse <laughs> after that. But I always had that in the back of my head. Like, I was going to get an opportunity to, 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 to do things the right way and then be an example, but also tell the story that, you know, once I turned my life around, I was going to be able to tell the story. And not only how I did it, but do it in such a way that maybe Jackson and Gabby, my, my two twins, my kids, that I gave up for adoption, um, would eventually find me. And then maybe they would understand. I mean, not like, understand like, hey, it's okay. Thanks for being a piece of crap, deadbeat, degenerate, drug addict, chemsex addict. Not like that. Um, but that they would be able to forgive me. And then maybe one day want to be in my life again. That, uh, and that's, it's like, it's such a pipe dream, right? Like, why would they want to be in my life after all these years? And I only want the answer to be because God is the God of restoration, of redemption, of healing the brokenhearted, of healing severed and broken relationships, healing father-son, father-daughter relationships. I, um, I mean, if I ever get to see my twins, God will get all the glory. I will also say that I did the work, yeah, but I just, I've always kind of believed that it was going to happen eventually. And maybe that's just another one of those crazy dreams that I have. But you see, the thing about me is I'm okay being crazy. I'm crazy enough to go for my dreams. I'm crazy enough to believe that God has a plan for me. And I'm crazy enough to believe that I'm going to fulfill it. And I'm also crazy enough to believe that the, the, the visions in my head that I've been pursuing for the last several years the same visions that showed me actually it's not even me it's the same visions that showed my mom surrounded by all of her grandkids you see I made the, the bad decisions that I made didn't just affect me they affected, obviously, my kids, my exes. But the person that it affects, affected the most, I think, was the person that didn't deserve to have anything wrong done to her. And that's my mom. My mom has had her grandchildren ripped from her because of the choices that, um, that I've made. Uh, I'm, you know, I mean, there's more, to, uh, more to that, but I'll just speak for me, and uh, uh, that sounds weird. So I probably should fill in that gap. I mean, look, my brother went through a divorce too. So, but what I did is, um, I, I, it's just like, 
it's put my mom through hell because of not just of the, the, the effects that it had on me, but also her. And because uh, that our grandkids got ripped from her. And then I'm pretty confident that the people that ripped the grandkids from my mom and, and Robbie um, also told them that they wanted nothing to do with them. And here's what I know. I know God doesn't bless lies. God will bless truth. That's the scary, ugly truth. And that's the truth. <laughs> I like the happy truth. <laughs> so, I don't know why I started talking about this. But I'm believing God for big things. And um, I'm believing, oh, remember who you are. <laughs> what? I told you. I just now looked. I hadn't even read this yet. I was going to read it with you. September 9th. Remember who you are. We were talking about identity. Oh my gosh. That is wild. Anyway, <laughs> holy crap. Okay. Um, that, that has me excited that that just happened. Um, grandkids, uh, my mom, uh, uh, kids, DID. Oh, okay. So I believe that God is going to absolutely <clears throat> restore and completely heal me. And it's going to be a bumpy ride till then because I feel like with the amount of attacks that the enemy uh, is throwing at, not just me, but everyone, like everyone that's a believer right now, I think is under serious attack. And maybe that's why I'm okay with, and I'm not okay with putting out inferior content. Um, I like, I would like to do a more polished broadcast, but frankly, I, I think that this stripped down version of what I'm saying is really more appropriate because look, right now life is messy. It's messy for me. It's messy for other believers. It's messy for Jessica. It's messy for, like, it's just messy for believers. Like, there's just attacks everywhere. And the enemy is, like, all pumped up on some kind of weird stimulant that is just making people's lives hell. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and a lot of people are battle-weary. I'm, <clears throat> I'm not battle-weary. I'm kind of exhausted with uh, not knowing exactly what is real with me most of the time, but here's what I do know is real. Uh, God's plan. And, uh, and God created us for a purpose. And it's unique. And it's, and it's, and it's for us. And, and that's why it's so just disgusting that people want to try to be anyone else. So, here's the deal. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to fit into a box. I don't want to be like anyone else. I just want to be me. And part of being me is talking about where I'm at right now. And, um, but I'm dadgum determined to not just heal, but to be everything and everything that God created me to be. And the only way I know how to get there is just doing it in truth, walking in truth. Even if the truth doesn't necessarily fit into a box of religion or box of, of what other people say is a Christian or not, you don't even know. Everyone goes through some weird crap and they're dealing with weird demons and weird stuff and it's different for everybody. And we should do a better job of having compassion for other people and meeting them where they're at. Because let me tell you, half the people that other people go to is their guru and they think they got it all together. I promise you they don't. I promise you there's another side to it you don't want to see. Because that's, we all got it. And it's a lie to pretend we don't. We got that nasty side. And then other people, when you factor in with resentment and anger and rage and, and loss of identity and confusion and not knowing what's real and not knowing who is to trust, and then it just compounds and it creates this just, just cancer. We have to fix that. God's going to fix that. So I feel like part of what my purpose is, is to bear my soul if in the in, in, in the and share the ugly stuff so that you don't know so that you never believe that you are alone 
But here's the thing. Just because you're not alone doesn't mean that I can fix you, I can heal you, or anything else. That's God. And if something I say sets you free, that was the Lord, not me. I'm just a vessel. I'm here to be a vessel. And like all the other crazy people in the Bible that were schizophrenic and hallucinating and everything else, well, like I'm one of those people, clearly, because I'm crazy and I may hallucinate and I may have, uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm one of those characters in the Bible right now. But I'm far from perfect, just like them. I'm a little bit wacky, just like them. But I love the Lord, just like them. And I need the Lord, just like them. Okay. Remember who you are. This is short, sweet. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for... You're this devotional, and I pray that it speaks to the heart of everyone watching and uh, sets them off for a great day. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Remember who you are. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Genesis 1.27. Boy, that reminds me of the, uh, the pineal gland episode. <laughs> the tree of life. Oh, that was a fun episode. Wow, that still blows my mind about the Garden of Eden being the brain. Ooh, that was a fun episode. You guys got to check that one out. Okay. When it seems as if nothing in your life is working out, when loneliness takes a hold of you and despondency descends upon you, it is time to call in remembrance a few spiritual facts. You were created in the image of God. Yes, this image has been damaged and perhaps you have forgotten your rich spiritual heritage. But the fact remains that you are irrevocably a spiritual being. My third grade reading level is improving, I think. Knowing this should let new hope and inspiration flow through your mind and spirit. So, the, But the fact remains that you are irrevocably... irrevocably irrevocably a spiritual being we're spiritual beings knowing this should let new hope and inspiration flow through your mind and spirit you were not created to be the plane of the moods that are beyond your control because you have been created in the image of God you have also been created for spiritual greatness and you will know no rest or fulfillment before you live in the awareness of his presence thus growing and developing spiritually. This may sound very theoretical, but actually experiencing it brings forth practical results. If you are afflicted by feelings of inferiority, you will find great comfort in remembering that you are a spiritual being meant to live in the presence of his holy countenance. If your life is impaired by the stress and tension created by feelings of inadequacy, you will find liberation in drawing on the abundance of God's strength. This will enable you to face life confidently because you will be assured that His Spirit is working in you. My Savior Jesus Christ, because of my spiritual heritage and the awareness of your living presence, I go forward to meet life with confidence. Hmm, that'd be a good mantra today. My Savior Jesus Christ, because of my spiritual heritage and the awareness of your living presence, I go forward to meet life with confidence. Now, this is a quote here. It says, Our humanity would be, have been pit. Start over. Our humanity would have been pitiful if it weren't for the divinity that moves in us. God has an amazing plan for us. And I don't believe for one second that we can do it without a spirit, his Holy Spirit. And the only way I know to really truly activate the Holy Spirit and to kind of get rid of us and move the Holy Spirit in is through surrender. And the more things that we can surrender over, the more room we make for the Holy Spirit. Write your fears out. So this is an actionable thing for you to do today. Write down your list of worries concerns, your fears, your anxieties, and then look at each one of them. 
Father God, I surrender to you. Father God, I surrender this to you. And on and on and on. Give it a shot. Less of you, more of him. Less of me, more of him. Less of us, more of him. Be blessed today. We'll see you at the next segment. What's up, everybody? This is a brand new segment. Uh, it's called What's Trending. It's unrehearsed. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about, but I'll let you know a little secret. Those of you who have never watched any of my broadcasts before, I never really know what I'm going to say. I, I don't prepare. Typically, I usually just say, okay, Holy Spirit, speak through me. Here we go. Now, with What's Trending, <laughs> I don't know if... I, I, I hope the Holy Spirit will be involved in this because I don't want to say anything that will get me in trouble. And I just tested the mic before, so hopefully the popping sound is down. This is the craziest thing, but my mic issues, so I have really good technology in this mic. And for a cheap mic, I mean it's a $300 mic, for a cheap mic, it works. And there's a lot of really cool features to it. However, this software that I use to do interviews and record with, doesn't uh, their technology doesn't like this technology and so what I had to do I mean we tried internet stuff I was hacking my computer I was basically giving my computer performance enhancers and <laughs> giving it some pre-workout yeah, yeah. and, and, and just had this annoying pop so I for those of you who listened even with the pops and the skips and everything else thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate that. But I'm hoping these audio issues go away. Okay. So, let's find out what's trending. We're back. Hey, Google, what's trending? Oh, let's see. Trending. Google Trends. This should be fun. Oh, so this is not the way. I Google. So when I voice text, I get a different uh, screen than when I Google it. That's interesting. Cobra Kai. Oh my gosh. Actually, that's not really what I want to talk about. Here, I'm going to do a, what's trending on my actual Google search. Here we go. Okay, there's all kinds of stuff here. But Cobra Kai was the first thing I saw in the spirit of, you know, what I want this segment to be just off the top of my head. That is the best dadgum show I've ever seen. Not from the quality of it. I mean, it's as douchey as the movie that uh, the movies were. The movies were awful. But I think I have every line memorized. That and Boogie Nights. Like, those are the two just... whatever For whatever reason, those movies have just stuck with me. can watch it as much as I watch Goodfellas, 
Casino, Godfather, the movie Blow. Those are like the movies that I can watch all the time. I know they're not necessarily appropriate, but I like those movies. And until Christian filmmakers get their act together and start making like some hard-hitting real stuff, like, I don't want to watch it. I want to watch something that feels real. Anyway, I would really like to get our movie The Devil Inside Me made. Can I do, hmm, can I do that? No, I'll save that for a different time. That would be fun. Okay. Cleveland.com, what's trending? Okay, so back to Cobra Kai. And then we're going to talk about the Queen, because that's next. And this Queen Elizabeth II, uh, she's trending. Yeah, this, that, that's going to be an interesting conversation, especially if you believe in werewolves and uh, lizard people. Cobra Kai. There's something about that, that show on Netflix that was therapy. It was, like, it was therapeutic. And it was like going back to this time. Like, I took myself back when I was watching that show, and it was like helping me go back to memories of, of this time frame of my life when Karate Kid was coming out that I don't remember that well, that I've completely blocked out. And there was something about that show that took me on this weird healing journey. It was really strange. And... I was going back and it was like getting to see these memories. I'm like, wait a second. That's not how I remember that. That's not how I remember that. That's not. So this show, it, it was like bringing up memories and letting me face those memories because not all of them were good and reframe them. So now that there's a new Cobra Kai coming out, I have no idea what's going to happen except for if you saw the, the final episode of the last season, I mean, it looks pretty juicy. Not going to lie. <laughs> it looks kind of awesome. And I don't know how healing the next volume is going to be, but it was pretty fantastic. So I cannot wait to watch Cobra Kai again, as douchey as it was. Okay. Wow. Queen Elizabeth. Not a fan. But I don't really know her. I just have a really hard time... So let's see, what's trending is actually a thing on Twitter, and even though I'm not on Twitter, you know, I'm not signed in here, I can see it because it pops up in the news. Queen Elizabeth II continues to trend as King Charles and Camilla have returned to Buckingham Palace. King Charles is expected to address the people today as he marks the transition from prince to king. A funeral date for the queen has not been set. Well, first and foremost, Conspiracy theorists love to talk about Operation London Bridge, which is not exactly itself a conspiracy theory. It's an actual operation. It's the plans when the queen dies, how things are going to go, and it's like down to the letter. Everything is marked. The conspiracy theorists have a whole other way of looking at this, and I have been avoiding any conspiracies as much as possible, even though I believe a lot of them are true or based in truth. I've been doing it because I've been trying to clear my mind and just focus on God's voice and then coming and do this talk show that I do. But one of the things that I saw that was predicted, uh, and I saw this years ago, it was about the Queen's death because they were talking about the Queen's death years ago, and a year ago, six months ago, three months ago, and I'm telling you, I think she's been dead for a while, kind of like the... Uh, Supreme Court Justice, I'm pretty sure she was dead for a while. Uh, I know that sounds insane, but I don't know if you've heard or heard of the Mandela effect. Yeah, there's like there's some weird stuff going on with either body doubles or clones or or, or uh, a deep fake mask. I don't know, but anyway, um, the Queen. None of this is going to make sense, <laughs> but the Operation London Bridge. So one of the things that they, I saw when I was in that researching and looking for conspiracy stuff and like, okay, what's a different angle on this? One of the things that I saw that was going to, that this, this plan was that as soon as they announced Operation London Bridge, that the Queen is dead, that California would flood. Okay, so how is it connected? I don't know. 
but literally last night, and I'm not saying that this is actually happening, but it was really interesting because I didn't think anything of it. And all of a sudden, they're scanning the news, and this is what I saw. Let me pull up. I sent it to Jessica last night. Let's see here. Where'd it go? I mean, how did... Oh my gosh, it couldn't have just disappeared out of the stink. Oh, here it is. Hurricane K. A hurricane just made landfall in Mexico and is triggering flood concerns in parts of Southern California. Here's the map. Which you can't really see, see. But that looks like it's going to wipe out Southern California. Now, coincidence? I don't know. But it was weird. Okay, what else is trending? Because I don't really know much about the Queen. And there's a lot of different opinions, different opinions about the Queen. She's a werewolf. She's the lizard. She's a um, she's evil. She's a Satanist. She eats children. And then some people think she's the patron saint of awesome. And without her, there would be no freedom. And you know, I don't. To be honest, I don't really know. And I'm not gonna. I don't like to speak bad of the dead. Um, and, uh, and I don't know much about her, so I don't really have an opinion. I just think it's interesting that we have this really, uh, enormous, uh, infatuation with the royal family. Like, and I don't get it. Like, what do they really do? Like, why, why are Americans obsessed with it? Like, it, it doesn't seem authentic to me and genuine. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, let's see what else is up here. How do I see what's trending on Google? That's not what I'm looking for here. Google Trends. Here we go. Taylor Swift. Can, I don't want to talk about this. This segment's not going exactly the way I planned because I was hoping that all these trending stories were going to pop up. Okay, here's something. Tariq really captured the hearts of American people across America with his love for corn. Don't know what that is. Don't even want to talk about it. Is there anything interesting in the news, or is it all garbage? Uh, one of the YouTubers with the quickest rise to fame is none other than Tana Mongio. Who is that? Never even heard of this person. Tana, she's never heard of me, I bet. But we're going to talk about her, so I'm going to pull this up. She looks like famous and out of control or with the headlines. Did she die or something? Hmm. History of Contana. Let's see. Most YouTubers have been around since 2015. Carry some controversy. She is no exception. Let's see what this says. This is just a video. I don't care about this. What did she do? Why is she important? This is not working the way I want it. Maybe I should start preparing. This is why people have producers, by the way. Oh, here's just the whole what's trending on Twitter. Maybe that's what the segment should be. None of this. People online are more than unhappy after JFK Rowling's new book. Do we ever take the time to actually talk about the things that we love? Or do we just make it a point to write articles about the things that we hate and dislike? I don't get the corn thing. I don't get that either. Don't let's see. TikTok teaches us everything these days. Let's be real here. Everybody's. I'm not on TikTok. Not on any social media. The one and only Harry Styles addressed him, allegedly spitting on Chris Pine during his show at Madison Square Garden, and it's everything we needed. Let's see if I need to hear this. Let's see. Let's rewind this. This is our tenth show at Madison Square Garden. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful to be back in New York. I just pulled One way to show you. Why are people cheering for that? Dude's wearing a freaking sparkly dress. I wore a dress one time. Actually, I've worn a dress a few times. Oh, starting over. I don't need to hear his voice anymore. 
I did. I, I wore a dress one time. I've worn a dress a few times, not just for Halloween, but uh, when I was in high school, <laughs> I ran for student class president. And, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. I talk about DID all the time now, recently, it seems like. And uh, so I don't know, like, this memory that I have. Uh, hopefully somebody from high school will watch this because I'm curious what their memory is. But I ran for student council president. And I remember, I remember the guy I was running against. There was a few people I was running against. Uh, one of them was a really good friend of mine. was my first girlfriend, the first girl that uh, I kissed. And I felt on her boobies. I was very young. Um, and, uh, she ran for president too, but we were always good friends. And, uh, after that, it was like not a big deal, but, uh, so she was running and another guy was running and he was a competitive swimmer. And I think he tried out for the Olympics and I mean, he's actually a really good dude. In fact, I got suspended with him in junior high because he faked having a diabetic seizure and I wanted to ditch gym class. So I went with him. We walked to his house and I got caught. And uh, when we got went to the principal's office, he got. <laughs> when we went to the principal's office, uh, he faked having a seizure, and he got out of trouble. I didn't. I got suspended. I got suspended a lot. Um, but anyway, running for pres president. This is years later. Senior in high school, and uh, I. Like, he, you know, I remember he was throwing a party or something like that, or that's what my memory was, or that's what my brain told me. He was throwing a party to, to buy votes, and it could have been, here's the thing, it could have been completely made up in my mind. But it was real to me. I'm not saying it was. I don't know. And to be honest with you, um, if you the, the Devil Inside Me book, it's all true. It's how... It's how he's thinking through it all. The abuse, the drugs, the sex, all of it. The stories are real. However, I know there's other elements that are available of the truth that I have no way of either remembering or knowing it was real or not. That's the thing, how powerful our brains are, because, I mean, hallucinations feel real. Sometimes, sometimes they, you know, what is a hallucination, you don't know is a hallucination. So I don't know if this was real, but anyway, he, because I, again, struggled with this stuff my whole life. I just didn't know how to identify it then like I do now. So he runs for president. He's, he's, run, he's throwing a party or something like that. And I remember one of the things that we had to do was to write out these speeches and then send it in to the student council. Well, I made up some generic speech, and I, I don't know if I made up the excuse that, you know, why I went off script, but I really had no intentions of ever honoring the script, and the biggest reason why is that I stutter when I read out loud. Like, I really, really struggle with it, and um, I mean, I'm doing better now with it than I am, and especially getting to do voiceover work. But when I was younger, I could stutter when I read out loud. And it was embarrassed to read out loud. And I, to this day, like if you ever hear me read from something, half the time I'm reading from it is, um, is like, is practice. Because I'm not that good of a reader. And um, I love to research. But for some reason, there's words I, I struggle with. Anyway, so he... He throws a party, and then I come up with this ridiculous idea for a speech. This is all going back to my dress comment, believe it or not. So I read the... I, I decide that I, I make up this story, and it went something like this. So I recreated the poem, or I recreated the lyrics to Ice Ice Baby. And I made up my own lyrics, I used that in my speech, and, but before my speech actually happened, I was in jeans, black t-shirt, and a jacket. And so as I was waiting, you can, I don't know if you can see, as I'm waiting on the, um, my turn, I have this water balloon in my pants. 
So I poke it right before I'm about to go on. So as I stand up, my legs just fill with water. And so I have to take my pants off, senior in high school, running for president. This is all planned, of course. So I take my pants off, I kick off my boots, take off my pants on stage, and I'm in a miniskirt. <laughs> Which reminds me of the other part of the story. Oof. Um, and so I proceed to go into this speech and monologue about how I've been accused of being sexist and blah, blah, blah. And then I tie into a story about being a test tube baby. And I make up all this stuff between wetting my pants. Anyway, so as I'm walking the stage, doing my whole thing, then I get down in the crowd with people. I'm in my miniskirt. And then I take my shirt off. And I have a bra on. My chest says, Boat Berglund. To make matters worse, as I am doing my whole test tube baby, blah, blah, blah speech. I wish I could find this video. It's really bad. Um, one of my friends, who's now dead, came up and put his hands on my chest and was like, those are nice, or something like that. So needless to say, I got kicked off the ballot for uh, president. They announced it over the intercom that I was not on the ballot. Um, after I was done with my speech, I, of course, I had to sit back down in the chair and I had a mini skirt on. Well, you know how guys sit? Legs spread like this. <laughs> that, that's the other part of the story. So I don't know actually what it was that got me kicked out. It was probably all of it together. Not like one thing. It was all of it because the, the full spectrum approach was just... <laughs> oh my God, I really am insane. Ugh. Like why? Why would I think that this is that was okay? I I, I don't know. I've had a very colorful life. Anyway, so I get kicked off. But uh, my friends, a lot of my friends, wrote my name on the ballot anyway, and wrote expletives and other things like that. But needless to say, I wasn't president. Um, which actually reminds me of today uh, at the gym, which is kind of random, because I got to tell you. So sometimes God talks to me about you know running for office. And I know that sounds really crazy because I, well, could be labeled insane. I'm not really insane. I feel insane sometimes. Sometimes I feel like I need to be locked into a, a psychiatric ward. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Like the last few weeks, for sure. Um, but not today. Today I feel normal. Today I feel like myself for the first time in a long time. Like I can see clearly. I had a good quiet time. And I... I, I I feel good. And again, for the first time in forever. So I feel like my thoughts are my own thoughts. So, <clears throat> but I have aspirations. Yes, I'm the world's mayor. It's right below me. But it's a mindset. It's a way of being. It's the desire to elevate everyone around me. And, and I do that. I do it. Even when I'm talking about the crazy stuff, if you think about it, I'm talking about things other people will talk about that other people deal with that are afraid to. So you can make fun of me all you want. You can say, well, you, you're not ready for the prime time. Those are, I love those emails that come in and say, you're not ready for the prime time. You're not ready for the whatever. I, I only care what God says about me. But I, <laughs> I just lost my train of thought, speaking of being crazy. <laughs> I need a good brain supplement, so I quit losing my thoughts because my mind is moving so quickly. Um, <laughs> it sucks when I do that. Anyway, running for office. Uh, the world's mayor is a mindset. It's a way of being, look, I'm here to elevate other people, and part of elevating other people is being vulnerable and sharing from the heart where you're at so people don't feel like they're alone, and when people don't feel like they're alone, well kind of makes it easier to take the next step to keep going and mind you I have lots of lessons to teach and I have and over the course of my broadcast but part of what I do those of you who are new is I share where I'm at as ugly as it can be sometimes I show people my monster because what I know is that the enemy doesn't like the light 
and I'm going to share what I'm going to share where I'm at always. And if that disqualifies me from political office, okay, whatever. I mean, being the world's mayor, I get to do whatever I want. So I don't have to run for office, and frankly, um, I can save a bunch of money just doing what I do. But it is on my heart. Like, I would love to be able to help bring positive change and, and make things fair for people. And because uh, it's not fair for everyone. There's always an agenda attached to something. And I want to change that. I want to change it with all my heart. I want to, like the, the things that we give away, look, again, I've talked about this a bunch. Like we're a nonprofit media organization. We, this network we're on, we are supported by you all. Like we don't work, work. I mean, we have, this is work. Like everything we do is work. 18 hour days all the time. But we're not going around with price tags attached to things. We serve and, and just trust that God will provide. And it's a little sketchy sometimes. But I mean, we could do all of this for profit. I could go get a job somewhere. But then all I'm really doing is I'm, if I, if I don't teach what I know, how are the people that have been left behind going to learn? I was fortunate. I was positioned strategically to learn all of these things in media, to work with all of the amazing people I have, to get to do and produce some of the coolest events in LA and in Vegas and in Dallas. And I mean, I've done some really cool things and I've learned from the best. I mean, even with the running a network, I got to learn from some of the best people ever, like Aaron from E360 and Aggie from E360. Like if I didn't, if they took me under their wing and I got to learn from them and work with them not like for years and I learned so much from them. I mean, I've learned from some of the best event planners, best TV people, best movie people. I've been very, very fortunate. But after my own experiences in Hollywood and LA and getting screwed over and being like cut out of deals and having contracts that say I'm going to get paid so much money and not happening. I mean, it's devastating. And that's what inspired me to go, look, if I'm ever in the position that those people are, I'm going to remember this moment. And I'm going to remember all the other people that got treated the same way. And I'm going to change that. It's an ambitious goal. It doesn't even make sense, especially doing it in a way that doesn't promise money. We lost the network for a day. And if it wasn't for a blessing that came in at the last minute, would not have been able to keep going. We don't do, we don't ask for money. We should ask for money because we can't do it without you. And, and there's times that I wonder like, well, maybe I should go profit, but then I think about all the people that will be left behind. So we need your support. And you know what? Maybe God is preparing me to run for office. I think I probably need to be a little bit more sane. <laughs> but then again, who's the president right now? He's not exactly sane. If he can do it, I can. If Trump can do it, I can. I'm smarter than Trump. I actually think Kanye would have made a good president, and there's a very specific reason why. The principles that he ran on, and people don't even know the principles he ran on. Go watch his interview with Joe Rogan. It's unbelievable. Um... And his plan, and it, no, not enough people talked about it. And all the questions that Joe Rogan asked him were great questions, and his answers were beautiful. Great, great answers. Okay, is there anything else trending? I just went off on all of these tangents, and I, I'm going to do one more. Meg the Stallion, I'm pretty sure that's a dude. I mean, no offense if she is. This is really trying to make me sign in, and I don't like that. I don't want to be on Twitter. <laughs> this is going to make me. All of the wilds, don't worry, darling. I haven't seen a movie in so long. What is this? Zan Malik debuts his new hairdo in this social post on Instagram. Why do we care about this stuff? Seriously. 
Why do we care about someone's new haircut? Like, I, I don't even like this segment. I, I think it's just going to put me in a bad mood because none of it is of any value. Plastic pollution, which I'm, by the way, very passionate about fighting against. Plastic pollution, food waste. Yeah, I mean, I know that there's people talk about the green energy and stuff like that. Well, I think windmills are in solar energy and these these electric vehicles. That isn't helping the environment. It's not helping the environment at all. It's bullcrap. To be honest, have you ever seen one of those windmills leak? What happens when they break? Have you seen where they go? It's horrible for the environment. Think about this. Think about Pearl Harbor. If you've ever been to Pearl Harbor in Hawaii, um, you can see the sunken ships and oil leaking from it. It's still leaking. It was leaking... When I lived there, it was leaking the last time I visited there, and from what I understand, it's still leaking, and that's been it's been about eight years since I've been back. It's no different with the the, the windmills. These are not good for the environment. But there are things that we can do to help, like not littering, use reusable. Like, if you get a plastic bag, reuse it until you can't anymore. Reuse plastic bottles. Like, this is not even body armor. This is actually, what is this? Let me taste it. Good thing I don't drink anymore because, I mean, a tequila face would be, whew. Mm. Amino acids. does not taste good. I don't know what to think about this segment. I may never do it again. You can give me feedback if you want. Uh, because I just feel like all I want to do is rant now. What if... I got a question. What if our only job... What if our only job... Was to make things better? Everywhere we go, when we talk to somebody, I want to make this better. Or I want to add value in such a way that improves the conversation. I want to leave, I want to have an impact, a positive impact. Or go to a hotel room, instead of destroying it, clean it. Go to a restaurant, instead of leaving a mess on the table. Stack the plates. Make it better. Smile at a stranger. Open the door for someone. See trash on the ground. Pick it up. What if our only job was just to make things better? For everyone. Everyone that we can. Animals. Bugs? Spider? I don't know. I don't know if spiders are... I need to learn more about spiders. But they freak me out. I'm not scared of anything, really. But if I am, it would be spiders. I don't like spiders. Well, that's what's trending. <laughs> I, I, just, I just tried and failed miserably at doing a, what do you call those, like a morning zoo, uh, you know, morning radio broadcast, well, here's what's trending. <laughs> Something from the herd. Oh, boy. Well, anyway, listen, shout out to all the people that are trying to make things better. If we can pray for you, do anything for you, we can serve you in any way, let us know. Thank you for watching. God bless.
Blood. 